Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hiya, folks. You're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 216 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on January 23rd, 2021. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kev. Hey, Pete. Uh, folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day. We want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete! Kevin. 216. We are 100 episodes away from our Stone Cold Steve Austin episode. I don't get that, but okay. Be 316. Okay, that's a thing? That's a thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, A couple people out there got that, and they chuckled right. a little bit. Not, not a full laugh, but, you know, maybe like a, huh, okay, you know. All right. All right. So how are we feeling this week? We, uh, I'm doing all right. I'm, yeah. I'm still recovering from the loss of Magical Express. And, yes. You know. Yeah. Well. Yeah, buckle up <laughs> because we got a lot of we got some news to get through. And then we got an e-ticket attraction, so we are we're diving right in here. I like this. It's like uh, you know, in these like potentially rough months here, like you think about all like war correspondents. Like here we are delivering the real Disney news. You yes, know? we're we're exactly like the same thing it. as somebody in a exactly war in, in, a, in like a in a war zone. It's a hundred percent an accurate description. Yep. Uh, all right, the news brought to us this week, as always, by our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney uh, adventure for you at no additional cost to you. Dave Weikert uh, booking trips to Walt Disney World and Universal Orlando at no cost to you. So, I mean, the trip costs you, but you don't pay anything extra. So, uh, Dave Weikert going to be in studio, well, virtual studio with us um next week for our next episode so uh that's pretty exciting yeah yeah so wanted to put the call out to you guys right now on the facebook discussion group. i'm going to create a thread for it uh we're gonna uh you know if you guys have questions for dave because dave just got back from disney and universal if you have questions about disney and universal in the era of covid to plan your upcoming trip dave is here to answer them so we're gonna you know put it out there and and let dave um you know kind of give us a little trip report and answer some of your questions so we're looking forward to that um be sure to check out the facebook group facebook.com slash group slash two men in the mouse uh for more on that all right we got some worldwide news here only one bit of worldwide news uh but it is not good news so uh walt disney world has halted the sale of new annual passes similar to how you know I, similar yet different to how disneyland did it i mean disneyland is not open obviously and so they've halted annual passes and reimbursed everyone that has an annual pass and you know they're not selling any new ones probably when the park opens uh so now walt disney world has halted the sale of new annual passes but existing annual passes are honored and can still be renewed and everything like that now uh, haven't they been halted this whole time they have been but i think it's uh, like and that's why this scares me because this sounds like a like not just like a temporary thing like this is a thing how could it be a thing though uh, dude disney hates annual pass holders no i get it my my concern would be you can't be like we're doing away with annual passes except for people who have them they can keep renewing it just it doesn't i i don't understand the logic there i, I don't get it either and i'm hoping that uh, so so what i think is going to happen is that I think that at some point they're going to reopen annual passes, but they're going to be very different from annual passes as we know them. Very, very different. Okay. So, you know, um, I, I think Disney is going to take this opportunity to kind of like reshape the annual pass landscape. And that worries me. Like it really, really worries me. I get it, despite the fact that they're going to have a really clever PR statement that says this is in your best interest. Oh, yeah, no, we, we know, know that you don't want to go all the time, so we've taken away the option. <laughs> uh, but Wouldn't it be better just to pay when you want to go instead of having to pay a monthly fee? Uh, yeah, I, I, dude, I'm like, I'm just really worried about it. Like, I mean, not like, and that's not for me because I, I have my annual pass, so I'm good. 
But like, I have friends that are moving here that are like, I can't wait to get an annual pass and like, you know, go whenever I want. And oh, dude, I told you, my my friends Sarah and Joe, they moved back to Florida in the summertime, and all they want is Disney annual passes. Yeah, they're not getting them anytime soon. I read one report that said they don't think that Disney's going to open them up again until like 2022. Uh, so I guess we'll see. It's crazy. I I really really hope that this is not like. Right, because the if future. they're doing this to kind of gauge, like if they can make more money by not having annual passes, then the problem is if it's successful and all the people yeah. who want annual passes just buy tickets all the time, mm-hmm. that's when you start wondering, oh. Who can afford that, though? Who can afford well, to pay $100 every time you want to go? But you, they don't. They've been offering all these like Floridian resident like deals. Yeah, and- but still, I don't see people doing it. Yeah, but it's it's pretty cheap, and I only know that because my friends did it, and you know they do like you can go three times or four times, and it's like two hundred bucks or something like that. Yeah, but still, I mean, like I can go as many times as I want for paying sixty five bucks right now, and right, uh, I I really don't like the way, that, and and I feel like this is just the beginning. I feel like it's like, hey, fast passes back if you can pay for it, like. I feel like this is just the beginning of what's going to happen. Well, you know, that's my fear. And I, listen, I defend Disney to the end. I'm, I'm a total show for Disney. But, man, the day they, they go fast pass paid, it's going to be really tough. I to... mean, dude, I am like they're, they're they're stripping away the experience. They're charging more and they are like giving you infinitely less. And right. I, I get it. It's unprecedented times and whatever. But I feel like they're going to use this as an opportunity to like get rid of the things that they like, you know, Magical Express, extra magic hours, uh, annual passes, you know, even uh, even the, fast like, pass, the dining like, plan. Yeah, the dining plan. Things that like yeah, things that like really help make the experience. And I know like we try to be positive on the show because nobody wants to tune into a Disney podcast to hear people be like, everything stinks and is horrible. But I'm like really disenfranchised. Like I am like really worried about the future and what it's going to be for Disney. I mean, I'm worried about the future of like the world also, but like on a more selfish first world problems kind of note, I'm worried about, I'm worried about this. Um, all right, so no resort news this week, no water park news. We got some Disney Springs news. Uh, the, the exterior of the M&M store is starting to shape up in in preparation for a big grand opening have you ever been inside of an m&m store yeah yeah i've been to the one in times square and i've been to the one that's that is moving to disney springs it's in the florida mall i remember i went to the one in vegas a couple times and it's huge and awesome yeah and so the exterior is like you know bright yellow and there's a giant red m&m on the outside of it and it looks like there is um like electrical hookups in the exterior wall. So I'm assuming it's going to be some kind of like, like screen situation. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, like, it, it's right next to the NBA experience, which also has that like led screen yep. built into the front of it. And I think that's going to look really cool. Uh, the store is expected to open by early February, which I mean, that's like a couple weeks away though. An official opening date has yet to be announced. When it opens, you'll be able to buy Disney Springs exclusive Mickey and Minnie M&Ms complete with unique packaging. I mean, these are. Did you, it's did not you like, see what they look like. Yeah, it's not like M and M's like in the shape of like a Mickey hat or anything like that, because that would just be wonderful. But it's um no, they're just M and M's that have like instead of the M, they have a the Mickey hat on it. Right or a mini. I do like or the little yeah. cleaner that they come in. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, look, I'm all for. It. I love the M and M store. I love the M M&M and M brand. Um, Me too. What's your favorite kind of M M&M? and M? I'm, I'm going to guess you're question. a peanut M&M guy. No, wait, no, you don't like peanut butter, so... No, 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 I I, I guess of the standard, you know, I am. Um, currently, it looks like I have pretzel M&Ms and peanut M&Ms for sale here at Rogue Comics. Yes. Um, I, You know, I'm a big white chocolate person, so when they do like the white chocolate M&Ms, I really like them. Oh, that's cool. But I know that that's a very unpopular opinion. Yes, uh, very unpopular. I really like uh, the peanut butter M and M's. I could eat my weight in them. They're not bad. I mean, I am a uh, Reese's Pieces guy. It's one of my all-time favorite candies. Oh yes. So I kind of like Reese's Pieces better, but I thought you didn't that, like those... peanut butter. I thought that was the thing. I don't mind peanut butter. Oh, I, I probably think of cheese. Um, okay, so. Have you had the peanut butter cups that have the Reese's Pieces inside I them? I haven't. Dude, game changer. 
Whoever another thought, super unpopular opinion. I'm not a huge cups guy. Who listen? Whoever thought of the idea of putting Reese's pieces inside of a Reese's peanut butter cup? Like I want to buy that person a drink. Like I am just enamored. Maybe I'll try one with the fact that they do this. Um, and they they even have like a like a Reese's like candy bar that has the Reese's pieces inside. Right. And that's pretty good, too. Um, My, like, I know we're getting off on a Reese's tangent, but, you know, M&M's is, like, I believe it's owned by Hershey, which is also Reese's. So, like, the Times Square store, I believe there is, like, Reese's stuff inside the uh, M&M store. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I believe there is. Um, From what I remember. You know what's crazy? So, like, you know, having gone to the... I love Coke, right? Now, Mm. I actually don't drink Coke, but I love the brands. Uh, yeah. So, like, and you know I love, like, merchandise in general. Well, you drink Diet Coke, don't you? <clears throat> no, nah, I gave up caffeine. Whoa, that's big news. You always had the long pre-show Diet Coke. Yeah, long time ago, gave up caffeine. All hmm. right, continue. Weird, right? Um, so, my, my Coke beverage of choice is Sprite Zero. Interesting. Okay. So, I go into the Coke store in Springs, and I'm like, this store is, like, three levels. Like, they'll have a Sprite Zero something. Right. Right? No, they don't. Something. There's no way. There's nothing. No way. Nothing. I actually contacted one of my like reps at, at Coke and was like, hey, what's with the no love for Sprite Zero at all? Like, <laughs> you guys don't like have like a t-shirt or... I could totally anything. see you sporting a Sprite Zero t-shirt. I totally would. Sprite Zero. Love it. Uh, all right. Well, um, you know, I may be thinking, by the way, in Times Square, I believe there's an M&M store and a Hershey's store, so they might not be the same thing i I could be wrong there um i believe that they are not the same as if you remember the controversy of et they originally wanted m&ms to be the candy that he leaves and then said no and they were like fine and reese's did it and became like a sensation yeah i'm realizing that i'm wrong there i believe it is an m&m store and a hershey store but they are pretty close to each other in times square um i i can't wait i cannot wait for this m&m store i think it'll be great uh, Magic Kingdom news. The Hall of Presidents is closed for a refurbishment to add our new president, uh, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., the 46th president of the United States. Uh, although the show is closed, uh, we don't yet have any details on the scope of the changes that will be made to the show or when it will be reopened. Disney has confirmed to the Orlando Sentinel that a Joe Biden animatronic figure will be a part of the show. The last closure in 2017 lasted for almost an entire year, with the show reopening on December 19th, 2017. Uh, there's been recent... Uh, I'll get to that in a second, but real quick, I don't think it's going to be that as long of a closure as last time, because last time they, they remodeled the theater completely. Yeah. They removed yeah. rows. They built an orchestra pit. They, they really like redid everything. Uh, when Donald Trump was included in the Hall of Presidents. So now that they're adding Biden in, I'm assuming this is going to be like when they went from Bush to to Obama, uh, where it was closed for like a couple months and then and then it opened again. At least that's that's exciting. Hoping. Yeah. But now here's the bit of like rumor that's been flying around that I really can't see. Uh, there's been a lot of recent speculation that the Muppets may take part in the rework of the show with the beloved characters seeing a recent resurgence with all five seasons of the Muppet show to appear on Disney Plus starting february 19th i can't imagine like i had heard this also and i hope it's not true you know it's funny i'm not really a very political person right yes. you know this and you know i every it's a polarizing topic mm-hmm. but at the end of the day i think the hall of presidents just represents what it is it's the hall of presidents right yeah. it's, it's all sides it's you know take it for what it is um I remember my son like did not want to go there when like Trump was there, right? Because he's like, you know, yeah. I don't want. And I'm like, no, no, you, we have to. Like, right? You have so yeah, go, go and in, see. You have to go I, and see this. Look, I even went in. I even right. went in and saw that. So too. you know, I, I, I don't want, and not that I think the Muppets is making it a mockery, but I do like that the Hall of Presidents is something. I am going to say something that's going to really surprise you here. I agree with you. I don't want the Muppets in the Hall of Presidents. I don't want. I and listen, there's no bigger Muppet fan than me, but they're. Um, I, I don't want IP injected into the Hall of Presidents. It doesn't need it. Yeah. Like and look, look if you want if you want the Muppets out like near the Hall of Presidents, bring back great moments in history. Right, right. We already have it. Yeah. It could be done that show is great. Notice. And there's no way that show costs you anything to do. You didn't have to build anything for it. it all you have to do is 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 pay the puppeteers and JJ. Right. Wow. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I I can't see I can't I don't 
I don't even know where this rumor came from, but the fact that it's such an out there rumor and WW Magic reported it because they don't usually they're not like WWNT where they're just like I could I could contact them and be like, hey, uh, Disney is going to float Cinderella Castle with balloons like the house from up and they'd report it. Right. Uh, WW Magic typically only reports like, you know, like fat, like stuff that's like strongly rumored. Right. legit. So. Yeah, I, that's why I'm like, oh my god, there there might be there might be something to this, and I hope I, not. I really hope not. I I kind of understand Disney's desire to like make the attraction kind of not so much about presidents. <laughs> it's weird saying the Hall of Presidents, but like I understand them wanting to inject something a little less polarizing into it because no matter who's in there, there will always be one half of the country that that hates it and thinks it's a disgrace right. and doesn't belong there. Uh, so I understand, you know, with how divided we are as a nation, the need to like, like when, when they put, uh, Trump in there, they kind of like reworked the show to be more about Walt Disney. Yes. Like, did you notice that? Like there was a strong Walt like focus on the show after that, which, which I get, um, because it does kind of fit, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, Listen, at the end of the day, we're also talking about the Hall of Presidents. Do you realize how many people go through those turnstiles every day and won't even consider doing Hall of Presidents? Yeah. And I've been me a number, many, many number of times. So it's not like we're talking about, you know, we're adding something controversial to like Space Mountain. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you not, know put, I mean? you're not putting Joe Biden in Space Mountain. Like, right. Just just keep Hall of Presidents, Hall of Presidents. Yes. Um, all right, so Epcot news. The Ratatouille section is now open. The ride is not open yet, but the, the section is open in like a phase one. Okay. Um, so this includes just basically like a walkway, but also new restrooms. Hmm. Yeah, brand new restrooms, which is very exciting, which I'm not even being sarcastic about that. It is exciting because uh, the Morocco bathrooms are currently closed for refurbishment. So now right. these bathrooms are open, kind of replacing those. Uh, guests are now able to walk along the street that leads into the new area, uh, but you can't go as far back as like the ride entrance. That that part is still blocked off. So, uh, Animal Kingdom news: We got some really hey, good when, news. Oh, not go. to cut you off on the Animal Kingdom news, but when do we think that Ratatouille is going to open? Gosh, I don't. I would assume by the summer. Okay. I mean, they're definitely far enough along where it's this year. It has to be. Right. Yeah. Can't it looks like they're pretty much done. But. Yeah. Um, Festival of the Lion King is returning this summer. Very exciting news. Mark's yeah. return to Disney for doing live performances. Uh, Festival of the Lion King will be presented in a modified format. There will be adjustments to the show on stage and backstage, including updates to choreography to allow for appropriate physical distancing. Seating will also be adjusted to maintain physical distancing. This represents a big step for the resort, as the vast majority of Walt Disney World's live entertainment has been on hold, despite the theme park reopening in July of 2020. All right, and that's the news this week. Okay. A lot of news, a lot of, a lot of big news. Um, yeah. I'm very excited about the Festival of the Lion King coming back. Me too. Um, I've done it a couple times. That is one of the better shows. But, I mean, it's not reopening until July, which means that Disney thinks that, like, I mean, who knows with vaccine rollouts and whatnot when we're going to be, like, fully through this. I would assume that physical distancing measures at Walt Disney World are going to be going on for at least another year. I would think through 2021. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I could see like like New Year's 2022 being like their big like return to normalcy as long as like the vaccinations go as planned. There's not some like huge virus mutation that renders right. the moot and, you know, hey, listen, this is literally an impossible thing to speculate. I think for the last year we've been, you know, this is only the last two weeks. I think yeah, we've I mean, all been we, speculating we thought, this. Yeah, I think we all thought that we'd be back to normal by now. I and... will say, though, there is a large faction of people who don't want to go to disney and i don't mean because they're concerned they don't want to go and pay full price and everyone's got to wear a mask and everyone's yeah get it i mean i talk to them every day i mean so many people in here love going to disney and you know they they don't want to go and i totally get it and look i can still find enjoyment from the way disney currently is but i 100 percent get not wanting to go especially if you're one of those families that only goes once every five years once every 10 years once every eight years you know like right like I get not wanting that to be during this time period. I well, and you know this better than me. I mean, I typically go during cold weather times, but um, my friends who just moved there, when I remember they like Facetime me from like Epcot in like August or something, and they were like, "Woo, 
It was rough. <laughs> it is rough. It is rough to be there in the summer, especially when you wear a mask because yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like with the mask, difficult. Yeah, the summer has been difficult. The winter has been pretty easy with it. Um, all right, so that is the news this week. We are going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsors. Uh, and then we'll be back with our e-ticket attraction of the week. So stay tuned, folks. More Two Men in the Mouse coming at you right after this. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. you got to pack everything up. you got to figure out where you're eating. you got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. That sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in 2008 and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it was his own and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, This can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. He gave them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books. Of course. Well, Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker. Depends how his name on Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to kingdomstrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit kingdomstrollers.com. humans my name is morty monster and i'm uh, well i'm a monster i'm here as an exchange student from the monster world where growing up i fell in love with the world of human pop culture unfortunately not a lot of monsters share that passion so i came here to experience all of these things that i love and to share that passion with all of you i do this through my youtube channel with regular video blogs One of my favorite things to do is film while in the theme parks of Orlando, Florida. Join me in Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, and more. I'll also be reviewing comic books, web videos, TV shows, movies, and other awesome stuff. 
Find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Morty Monster. I'm on Instagram as Morty Monster and Friends. I'm also on Twitter as Morty Monster BFF. From there, you can find a link to my YouTube videos. Please like, subscribe, love, sign up for notifications and more for all the Morty content. I can't wait to share my adventures with all of you. Morty Monster! This is Bill Farmer, and you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse. Folks, it's a new year, and that's 365 more days at Walt Disney World for dreams to come true and magic to happen. But... Even those of us who go every year or live here and go on a regular basis have those Disney experiences uh, that we've either never done or just haven't done in a while. As we look into 2021, Pete and I want to talk a bit about some of these things, giving our list of Disney to-dos that we want to get done this year. So, for our e-ticket attraction of the week, Pete and I are talking about the 2021 Disney New Year's resolutions, and that is brought to you by our good friends at Kingdom Strollers, our preferred crib and stroller rental uh, partner in the Orlando area. All right, so there's a lot that I want to get done this year. And, you know, obviously a lot of this banks on, like, things going back to normal. So a lot right. of a lot of what I've kind of, like, outlined out here um, is, like, like if, we're, if they open these things back up, I want to do this. Okay, I but get that. There's also, like, you know, things that I just haven't done in a while. Um but now I know, and a lot of the things that I've listed here, I know you've done. So, you know, basically I wanted to give my list, have you kind of comment on it and throw in, you know, any of your stuff as well as we go along. Sound good? Got it. Yep. All right. So my first one is, it's kind of a twofer. It's building a lightsaber and building a droid in Galaxy's Edge. I've never done it. I can't believe you haven't done this. You know what? When when they when it first opened, it was really hard to get a reservation to go to go do these things. And the price tag was kind of high, so I'm like, ah, I think I'm gonna wait till my birthday. And then my birthday came around, and co- but we were ingrained in COVID at that time, and right. Disney was closed. So, um, and now that it's reopened, I haven't done it because I've just kind of been like, I kind of want to wait for it to go back to normal to do this because I want the full experience for my first time. And yeah, from what I understand, it's kind of it's kind of a different experience at the moment. Well, so I didn't think the experience was that different other than the fact that everyone's wearing like masks and face shields, yeah. right? Which is funny because my one buddy who's like, uh, I'm not going to Disney. He's like, Jedis don't wear masks. And I immediately just sent him a picture of Plukun. And I was yeah. like, yeah, wore masks um, every day. And Anakin so, and Obi-Wan, or Anakin and Qui-Gon wore the breather masks when they uh, yeah. swam to the Gungan City. No, again, I get it. If you don't want to go... Um, I get it. I mean, I had done it prior to that too. So, but also, I, also the the Savis are 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 not Jedi. It's true. So, anyway, continue your thought. I I love that show. I think you would forget about you know Kevin Kessler owning a lightsaber. I think you would love the show. Yeah, I think I would too, and that's why I really want to do it. It's just a matter of I'm waiting for mandates to kind of go away i mean there is a chance that i might be like all right forget it i'm just gonna go and do it but you know i mean i already know like i really want power and control i really want the red lightsaber i mean you know the show itself isn't really any different um the uh, the only real difference is they have people at every other station which is perfectly fine with me you know make a difference fine with me too um i don't know i really like that i think they do a great job there I, you know, as opposed to building a droid, and, and you know me, I love droids. I literally am surrounded by droids here at work. Yes. Um, I, I do. Uh, the building a droid is a different experience. It's not nearly as cool. There's no show involved. Mm. And just as someone who like loves like one one props, like a lightsaber is a lightsaber. A droid is like a toy version of a droid. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not getting like an astromech. You know what I mean? You're getting like a little version of it. It's cool. I almost never touch my droids that I've built, and I've built a bunch of them. But whereas the lightsabers, I'm constantly enamored with. Did you build a droid on your last trip with during COVID? 
Yes. Do they still bring out everything on the conveyor belt that you pick and choose from? I can't imagine that they do. So they have a cast member at the conveyor belt, right? That almost like has your little container. It's weird. I thought she was going to pick the pieces for me, mm. <clears throat> but um, I ended up grabbing a bunch of the pieces anyway. Okay. So I don't know how it works, but they, so in the past when I went, they would have a whole bunch of people at that conveyor belt grabbing pieces. It wasn't really like that. Now they're literally sending like one person over there at a time. So that might be part of it also. All right. Well, ne- uh, next up on my list, the keys to the kingdom tour would love to do this i can't imagine i'll ever get the time but so this would be on your your yours as well right oh i mean absolute bucket list item there i just don't know if you know when am i ever gonna get the time to do it right right i mean i mean when you take these long 10-day trips sometimes i would imagine you'd have a day where you'd be able to do it in those yeah i guess maybe i haven't taken one of those trips in quite a while our friend jason from the disney dads podcast is doing a 22-day disney trip this month oof I, I like I can't I can't believe he's doing it. Like Does he live in the US? Yeah. Oh wow. Twenty two days. I can't imagine going like I can't imagine going every day for twenty two days. Like I don't know what I, I feel like I feel like it would it would start to wear thin by that point. I would love to, but man, same. Yeah, My I am life. definitely gonna be tuning into Disney Dad's podcast when he gets back to hear a full trip report about this because I can't even imagine how like I think your ten day trips are, are like crazy long. Um, right yeah that, and i've only know, really done 10 day once yeah and our friends from the uk always go for like two weeks and whatnot but i mean like this, it's a lot like 22 days wow um <clears throat> so um the behind the seeds tour is another one i've been getting really into living with the land lately love living with the land now are they actually doing these tours currently? no they're no, not right. these tours are currently closed so this is one of those like when it reopens i'm gonna want to do it right that's like assuming it'll reopen in 2021 it would be on my 2021 list. Right. Um, but I mean, keys to the kingdom is like so immersive and I, like you go down in the tunnels and, and for, for a long time I was like, I don't want to see how the sausage is made. You know, like I don't want to like, I don't want to like ruin the magic for myself. But now I feel like I'm at a point where I'm like, no, like the magic is so ingrained that I, I want to know how it works. I want to know how, they sure. do it. like I want to go not? behind the scenes of the haunted mansion and see this stuff. Um, Behind the seeds, like, I just am fascinated by that whole laboratory that they have in there. And I really want to see some awesome stuff in there. They they decorated it for Christmas this year, and it was really, really neat. Like, when you went in, like, at night, everything was all lit up on Living with the Land. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Living with the Land at night, I never, like, even thought to go on it at night. And it was one, it was really, really nice. It's funny. I'm not a huge fan of it at night. People, like, talk about it. I don't think it's as cool. Yeah. Oh, I I like the little biosphere, like not having it illuminated just by natural light. I didn't think it was great. Yeah. There's something to be said about that. Definitely something to be said about that. I would also really like to do the Dolphins in Depth Tour again. I did it years ago. Um, But every time I go into the seas, I'm like, I want to do that again. And so here's this is like a look. This next one, it's a it's a far reach kind of goal, but it's something that I've always wanted to do. But it's also something I'm terrified to do. So if I ever did it, it would be a big accomplishment. I want to learn to scuba dive and scuba dive in the seas. Like the um, like the Full House episode. You like the Full House episode. But now, I, I, can you see the problem with me doing this? Um, no. What's Sounds in there? Great. A bunch of fish. What else is in there? turtles what does joey gladstone get freaked out about (laughs) a sea owl a shark which are basically the owls of the sea i know but (laughs) uh yes and as we all know my strong aversion to all things shark um i I, and look i know the disney sharks are not going to murder me probably not they they don't even kill the fish that they're in there with right I like I asked the guy at the season time. I'm like, "Hey, why are these sharks not like eating all of these fish?" They're like, "Yeah, because they're so well fed, they don't actually have to like kill anything." Right. And I'm like, "All right. I guess that makes sense." But I mean like like so have you ever seen the way that the divers get into the tank? Hmm. They don't just like drop in from the top. So you know when you get off the ride, 
right directly in front of you, there's like this big tube that goes into the ceiling. Mm-hmm. That's how the divers get in. Oh, that's cool. They get into the tube and the tube fills with water and then you literally swim up into the tank. Huh. Hmm, that's pretty cool. That's so neat. Like, I just really wanted to do it. I mean, I've always wanted to learn, but it involves getting scuba certified, which I mean, like, if I really wanted to, I could. My, my cousin is scuba certified, so he could probably give me some guidance on that. But it's just always been kind of this bucket list thing that, I, that I'm like, oh, next year, next year I'll do this. Like, finally learn to do this and, and experience it. I just think it would be so neat. Yeah, it sounds like a goal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't love, like, fish and being in water with them, but <laughs> which I know flies in the face of me saying that I want to do this. But I can see, like, your son wanting to do that, that one day. Oh, yeah. No, that sounds like something he would want to do. Yeah. But, I mean, it involves an actual scuba certification. So right. uh, that's something I have to do outside of Disney. Uh, but Dolphins in Depth, highly recommended to anyone looking for a new experience when that opens back up. You go you go backstage. You, you If you're familiar with the Boy Meets World episode, you're, like, back on those, like, like catwalks where they were. Like you get to be where where Corey Matthews met uh, met Dana Foster from Step by Step. You love that, yeah. I I just I love how easily they're both back there. Like right. she makes it clear that like she doesn't work. Like at first you're like, oh, Dana's playing a cast member that works back there, but no, she's just like, oh no, I was just bored and walked away from my group. I'm like, and you got back here? How awesome! In in what universe does that happen? It's kind of like what in the Full House episode when um. When Jesse and Becky are like having a picnic on the grass at Walt Disney World, yep. and Chip and Dale show up, I'm like, never, never in a million years. <laughs> what is it in the Muppets one where like uh, they go from like something in Magic Kingdom like over to like studios without changing parks? Yeah, no, they they they, they like turn a corner and they're suddenly in Hollywood Studios. <laughs> it's great. Oh. <laughs> uh. God, I, by the way, if you guys can find that Muppets Go to Walt Disney World, it is just fantastic. It is maybe like one of my favorite Muppet adventures of all time. That's awesome. Hugely great. Um, dessert parties. I want to go to more dessert parties. Really? Yeah. I, see, I really love. I loved the Star Wars one. Loved I it. Don't, I don't love the dessert parties. The Star Wars one was so good. You never did that one, I assume. No, but they're so expensive. They are expensive. Kind of dumb, they, you know? I mean, I th- I ate really well at the Star Wars one because they had like a lot of like charcuterie and stuff like that. It wasn't all desserts. Yeah. Like, I felt like I had a meal out of it. I did it with my friend Dave and like um, the stormtroopers walked through and it was what, great. What did that cost you? 80 bucks a head, I think. 80 bucks. Yeah, I think it was something like that. Okay. Unless it was eighty bucks for the two of us, I don't remember. Doubtful. Yeah, no, it was. I think it was eighty bucks ahead. Um, but uh, oh, here's one that I've really that I've. It's been on my list for years, and this is the year where I was like, I want to do it this year. But again, it has to be available. Rent a pontoon boat. Huh, that's interesting. So they have these big pontoon boats at the Polynesian. That you can actually rent and take out. They have not just at the Polynesian, anywhere that does boat rentals, like Caribbean Beach. Um, the, you know, th- they have these. You could either take a little speedboat out, which seats two, or this pontoon boat, which seats nine. And it's always been a dream of mine to like put together like a picnic lunch and get like a bunch of friends and take a pontoon boat out on the Seven Seas Lagoon and just like have lunch on the Seven Seas Lagoon with Cinderella Castle like in the background, like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's not super expensive. Like, if you have, like, the full nine people, it's, like, not a lot of money per person. Right. Um, To take it out for, like, an hour, I think. Um, I, They go by the half hour, but, I, like, I've done the math for, like, taking it. You can also rent them at um Fort Wilderness. You can take them out from Fort Wilderness. And that's the same thing, basically. Um, <clears throat> All right. So this year, Very Merry... And not so scary, and I think oh, that's I, nice. and I think that's doable. Sure, that's the most doable one. Yeah, because I, I I feel like we'll be at a place by October September where like we're able to do at least an abbreviated version of these things. Huh. I wasn't thinking in terms of that. Do I think they're going to have those parties back? Mm, I don't. 
You really do? You think they're going to go two years without him? Yeah. Hmm. All right. I get it. I'm just going by the fact that, man, the parks are open and closed. Like, the times are so strange now. And that is very indicative of the fact that they don't want to, like, have. I mean, I guess you could say there's not enough people there to warrant it being open. But I mean, but I, look at I the think thing- at the end of the day, I don't think they want to pay to have these, you know, parks fully staffed they went from 25 it's been you know maybe what six seven months since the they reopened i think like maybe even just five months it opened in july july to august to september october november December, six months it's been open six months and since then we've already seen an increase in capacity <laughs> when, when there probably shouldn't have been one because like you've seen don't... an increase in capacity and a decrease in park hours yeah it's also true it's a bad sign that is also true. Um, stay at a new resort. I would okay. like to stay at a resort that I've never stayed at before. What's a resort you'd like to stay at? You know, gosh, I've been thinking about it a lot. Like, I mean, look, from a, I feel like I can name one on each level. Like a value resort, I would really love to stay at Art of Animation. I've never done that. Okay. Um, I also would like to stay at um, All-Star Movies, but only if I could stay in the Mighty Ducks section. <laughs> you can probably request it. Yeah, and I'm sure that's not an area people request because apparently the rooms in the Mighty Ducks section are not like renovated rooms, like they're old, like right. they're old style rooms. Um, but they have the Mighty Ducks pool there, and that is a thing I have to experience—a pool shaped like a hockey rink that's got Mighty Ducks theming. I'm there. Um, that's awesome. But uh, moderate-wise, I would say. Gosh, where haven't I? Uh, um, oh, Port Orleans Riverside is something I've always wanted to do. Oh, yeah. Wow, you've yeah. never done that? Never been to either of the Port Orleans uh, to stay there. I've, I've been there to like watch Yeehaw Bob. Um, right. But um, yeah, I've never never actually. Love Riverside. Yeah, I never stayed at one of them. And deluxe wise, I mean, I would say probably like I would. L- I still the Beach Club is on my list. Like I've never done Beach Club or Boardwalk and I really would like to do one of those. Love it. Yeah, because from a deluxe perspective, I've done the Contemporary, the Poly, and the um, Animal Kingdom Lodge. But, okay. And then on the moderate level, I've done Coronado, um, Old Key West, Caribbean Beach. And I think that's it. Um, and then on the value side, I've done Pop and I've done Sports. So, yeah, I feel I, I feel like I need to do some more. Um, oh, here's here's one. If it ever opens, eat at Space 2020. That was on my list. Also, yes. I mean, I, really interesting question. You think it's ever really going to open? I mean, yeah, I think I think it's most of the way done. I think they're just like not able to justify the cost of opening it at this point. Because I think about I, it, I mean, with the way the way it is, if you have to keep that at a certain capacity and that's not going to be profitable. But if if they're in this hiatus, right, because and think about that, that so it should have been open already. And not just because of COVID, they were having issues before this. Right. Yeah. Head yeah. shaft. They had a new head shaft. Like when they are ready to open this, they're almost going to have to go through the entire process of opening it again. I don't mean the building. I mean, like the staff, the menu. Yes. Like when's this thing realistically going to open? Yeah, that that is a that is a a good point. Um I can't imagine it's not going to open this year. I mean I, I you're right. I mean, I hope it does, but I mean, yeah. I'm also making a pledge to go on any new attractions that open this year, if any do. I mean, Ratatouille, I think we can we could safely say well. I don't think I don't think we see Guardians of the Galaxy open this year. You don't? I don't. Okay. But if it does, I mean, I'm there. Um, I mean, Tron, I think, is for sure not opening in 2021. Well, yeah, we know that's up. Yeah, like... Um, do you think it'll even open in 2022? Yeah. And, um... Yeah, that that's kind of, um... And then, of course, you know, my, my... Experiencing the 50th, obviously, is a New Year's resolution. Because it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be different than we all thought it would be, but... But, you know, like, technically... Like, when do you think the 50th anniversary starts? Do you think they don't start it until October? 
Yeah, what's the actual date? It's October the 1st or 2nd. Okay. Um, October 1st, I believe. I Listen, if they're smart and they're going to want to sell a lot of 50th anniversary merchandise, you're probably starting it a couple months early and rolling it through the end of the year. Um, no, probably- see, I, I think it goes October 1st, 2021 to October 1st, 2022, because it'll be the whole 50th year. Hmm. Kind that's right, what they did. Like that's when... what they did for the 25th, because the 25th was uh, started in 1996, and I went in 1997 and saw the big pink birthday cake. Right. It's also what they did for 100 years of magic. Yeah. Yeah. So you do it for that whole year. So I think we will be able to get some anniversary stuff. I think that people are like the anniversary is not going to happen. I think that that that's. Now, of course, it's going to happen lot, because yeah. they don't technically have to give you anything for the anniversary to happen. Correct. So, you know, they can celebrate it without really it being as big of a thing as we thought. Right, right, right. Um, and of course, so here's my la- my last thing. Um, and this is definitely not doable in 2021, but it's a pipe dream. Uh, go to Disneyland. Oh, man, yeah, it's sad, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, do you think Disneyland opens at all this year? Yeah, dude, it has to. <laughs> We're in January. Are you talking, does it open in all of 2021? Yeah. It I literally mean, has to. Dude, I have learned to stop, like, assuming that this virus is going away. Like, nah, I've point. taken this, like, and, and, I, and I feel like this is a horrible way to live, but I've kind of taken this, like, pessimistic view of, like, I'm just going to assume for the worst and then be happy when good things happen. Right. I know. I get it. I think a lot of people are doing that. Yeah. Because right, that... something I'm surprised not on your list. What about Gideon's Bakehouse? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely there. I would really much, I would very much like to do that. I'd also like to eat at at least like three to five new restaurants this year. I hear Gideon's virtual queue is like just filled immediately every day. Yeah, it's like Rise of the Resistance now, apparently. For cookies, it's wild. I know. I think it's more for like the to the atmosphere and like the experience of it. So. I just want to try the cookies. Yeah, I want. Yeah, I mean, are they? They're supposed to be good, right? Yeah, they look fantastic. So, I mean, a cookie's a cookie, but I, I will give it the benefit of the doubt. Um, what about you? Anything else you wanted to add to the list? You know, I, I'm a creature of habits. I'm a little different than you. I, I know that's like why this is kind of more. Of a, this is more of a Kev centric eat ticket. Yeah. I will say this, and I'm I'm going to throw this in a 2021 list because to do this, you really do have to plan way in advance. You know, I am looking into maybe a like trip to Olani in Hawaii. Interesting. Oh, very cool. Like tag team it with a Disneyland stop, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now like, listen, fly to LAX, go to Disneyland, and then fly. No, from probably LAX to try and Hawaii. fly straight. Probably try and fly straight to Hawaii. Do my Hawaii time, and then, then, then go to LAX. Back. Okay. Do Disneyland and then fly home. Honestly, that giant 11-hour flight or 12, 13, whatever it is going, I forget you're not going against, um, you probably want to bang that out first. Yeah. But I'm looking into it. I haven't completely sold my wife on it. I own a tiny comic book store, so going to Hawaii is like yeah. a mega trip. So I haven't exactly figured out how this is going to work. But um, well, I mean, flying to—I see. For me, I would want to fly the six hours to LAX, do Disneyland, and then fly however many hours it is from LA to Hawaii, so that I'm never doing a 13-hour flight. Well, how are you going to get home? Oh yeah, then I'm doing the 13-hour flight on the way home. Right. right. I would rather do it. You know, the, the flight to anywhere is always easier than the flight home. You're you know what? You're 100 percent right. You're doing it the right way. I rescind my I, I rescind my objections. Right. So I think that's going to be the way to do it, yeah. which is funny, because last night I was looking at something and Abby and I both love Duffy and Shelley May and all those characters and they have them there. Oh, so we were nice. like looking at that during the week. And then last night I was reading something and Olu, who is the turtle, like Olu is now there for meet and greet. And me and Abby were like, it's a sign. We got to do this. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, you want to, anything else you wanted to add before we go to our friends around the world? No, let's go to them. I listen. I'll just be happy getting back. Yeah. Look. Um. So I, I will say we have a few. We have some fewer um responses than usual because I posted this 44 minutes ago because I just kind of didn't think to do it earlier. So okay. I'm sure a lot of them are going to keep filtering in. Uh. So maybe if we get more, we can read them next week when Dave's here. 
But uh, so okay. I, I said, for this week's show, what is your Disney New Year's resolution? The thing you want to make sure you accomplish in Disney in 2021? Samantha Wright said, Galaxy's Edge in six days. So I guess she's going in six days. Ryan Campbell nice. said, my wife and I would love it if we could run the wine and dine in the fall. If not, we're at least going to visit and accomplish a few things we haven't done. Smuggler's Run, Slinky Dog Coaster, Minnie Mickey's Runaway Railway, and Dining at Chico. All good goals. Yeah. Uh, our friend Zach Adams says, since 2021 is the year that episode 61 comes true, episode 61 of our show is moving to Orlando. He's moving here in the fall. He says, my Disney resolution is to be a resident annual pass holder. Well, that's going to depend on a few things. Uh, yeah. um, Evelyn Reynolds Johnson says, to be there to celebrate the 50th anniversary, especially since it's my birthday, too. Oh, that's great. I guess her birthday that's is cool. October 1st. It's my dad's birthday, too. Interesting. Yeah. Um, we uh, Sarah Coyle says we have a list of Disney firsts that are on the plan. Our first trip to Galaxy's Edge and hopefully getting on Rise uh, Rise of the Resistance. And uh, a few new dining experiences like Cinderella's Royal Table, Sci-Fi, and Wine Bar George. Wine Bar George looks very interesting. Uh, it does look cool. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not like, I don't really drink a lot anymore. Like, I, like I have, I have, I drink sometimes, but like very socially. So I don't know. I'm not like like oh I gotta go to the wine bar like I'm, unless somebody I'm with is like let's go to the wine bar. I'm not ever right. coming up with that idea. Um, L- Lindsay Ray says I just want to get there. Too many canceled trips. Uh, Connie Loretto says just hoping to get there. Cat and Kathleen Grove says my family and I rescheduled our 2020 Disney Paris trip to 2021. Fingers crossed we can go in July. Fingers crossed for you, Kathleen. And that's what's happening. Echoing the sentiments of many listeners and Disney fans in general, I'm sure. Yeah, 100%. All right, my friend. Well, this was another successful week. Um, yeah. Glad to be back. You know, shorter show than last time, but we had a lot to catch up on last time. So hopefully we're... Yep. Uh, so, folks, we want to hear your questions for our buddy Dave Weikert when he's on the show next week. Uh, so please, uh, you know, I will make a post uh, for your questions in the Facebook discussion group at facebook.com slash groups slash Two Men and the Mouse. If you have not joined yet, please do. And, uh, you know, we will let you guys start answering your questions and Dave will answer them uh, when he's here. So it could be any, it could be anything about trip planning. But specifically, if you have questions about Disney and Universal in the time of covid from somebody who is a Disney travel expert and Universal travel expert, this will be a good way to get some information that will help you plan your trip. So these are always very informative mailbag uh, episodes. And we're, we're looking forward to uh, to sharing that with you. I'm glad you pointed out about trip planning, because at first you were like, any questions for Dave? I thought we'd get questions like, Dave, do you have a cat? (laughs) Do you have a cat? It's just Dave Weicker questions. Yeah, just questions about Dave and his life. Right. Dave, have you ever climbed a mountain? What's your favorite kind of pie? Uh, Right. Oh man, that would be a fun episode too. I would, I, you know, I may just start interjecting questions about Dave. Yeah, that's life. what you have to do next yeah. week. You have to be like, okay, this, this next one. Who you got in the Super Bowl this year, Dave? <laughs> I'm sure he has. The, I'm sure he has a pick. Do you believe? Are you ready to state state right now that the Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning is the greatest hockey team in existence? You think Dave cares about hockey? I've never I'm talked sure, about hockey. I thought Dave was a big Devils fan. What is he? Okay. Yeah, which is why I'm teasing about the. I, I think that was Dave. I might be getting my my people mixed up, which I tend to right. do sometimes. Uh, but you know, for the record, the Tampa Bay Lightning Stanley Cup champions are the greatest hockey team to ever exist. So there you go. They've been killing it so far since opening day. Um, do you care about hockey? Is that a thing for you? Of course, Rangers? but I'm a Rangers fan. Yeah, so we're still a little bit of a rebuild. Yeah. Everyone wanted to call the rebuild over, but I think uh, last night's game proved that they, yeah. they still got a little ways to go. Yeah. Um, my father's a Rangers fan, so we used to go to MSG to watch the Ranger games all the time because my uncle's friend had season tickets, so occasionally we'd get them and we'd go. Great seats, like like front of like the upper level. Um and um, yeah, oh, that was always wild. But you know, like me as a kid, I didn't really develop my love of hockey until like I lived here, which is why I'm a Tampa Bay Lightning fan. Um, right. And I remember like I would like read a book or something like that. Like I would just be like completely uninterested. <laughs> but and so this is the really sad part because now as somebody who loves hockey, we were there. We watched Gretzky play at Madison Square Garden when he was a Ranger, and right. I didn't 
care at the time. And now so I'm like, oh my god, I wish like that that like that like uh, that Kitty Pride power was possible, where I can go back into my past self's body uh, from Days of Future Past. Well, to, uh, that, I don't acknowledge that power. That's not legit. That's a legitimate power. It was in the movie. That doesn't make it. Hey, real. Brian Singer said so. Uh, yeah, no, I married into a Rangers family. Okay. So whereas I don't really have, have a crazy strong hockey allegiance prior to 23 years ago, 24 years ago. Now I'm, you know, full blown. Uh, Zach Adams actually got me a and you can kind of see it on my whiteboard back there, but kind of not because it's far away. Uh, he got me a magnet of the orange bird in a Steven Stamkos Tampa Bay Lightning jersey. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, very, very cool. Um uh so before we uh you know what um the episode just came out so I won't give spoilers but how good was WandaVision this week loved it yeah and uh if you guys want to keep up with uh some WandaVision reviews and um theories Morty Monster has been tackling those episodes. He's going to hopefully have another one up this weekend, but he did episodes one and two. Uh, so that's over at youtube.com slash Morty Monster. Um, all right. Anything else you wanted to, to talk about this week? Or No, that's it. I got to drum up some questions for Dave. Yeah, I'll absolutely. <laughs> Do you have a cat? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave, who do you think was Lorelai Gilmore's true love? Was it Christopher or was it Luke? <laughs> I'd love if Dave had all this Gilmore Girls knowledge that like we just never knew about. Uh, listen, you know, in here, I push Gilmore on, every, on everybody. Yeah. So it's funny when I find someone, they're like, oh, I love that show. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, like, like I would be like, Dave, who did you think Rory should have ended up with? It, it, like, what do you think we asked that? And he would be like, oh, actually, Kevin, Pete, you know, I, I think that, that, that the whole point of Rory is that she didn't end up with anyone and that she was her own woman. And like, I'd, I'd be really shocked by that because I would agree with him really oh yeah no she didn't belong with any of them the, the, jess was the one that like maybe well no jess is jess was too good for her that's the problem that is also true you really don't like the like 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 the actual gilmore's like you don't like like i know you hate lorelei no i don't hate lorelei you think I she's just, a horrible I rec- person i recognize what lorelei is a horrible per- horrible selfish person she's somewhat yeah and that's okay People have different journeys. I, There's I things to respect more. about Lorelai Gilmore, though. I mean, like making sure. her own way and, you know, like. Listen, like, as someone who made his own way, I totally get it. Yeah. I, I totally get it. Yeah. But, you know, trying to sell yourself as your kid's best friend at, most of the time and not their parent is just a mistake. And it rears its ugly head with her. Well, yeah. And I think that's kind of the point, though, like is that delicate balance is kind of the central like theme of the show. No, I understand. But listen, anybody who goes and dates, he sends your kid to a new school and then immediately dates Dates their teacher. teacher. I get that's a TV show, but you're the bad guy. And not only not only not only dates the kid's teacher, but in a school that is so built on gossip and backstabbing and like the like, you know, these kids are going to are going to weaponize this information against your child if it ever gets out. I mean, like, yeah, that was a horrible move. I'm sorry, Come on, you're the bad guy. It's you are, okay. You are 100. percent the bad guy. guy. It's yeah. fine. Yep, 100. percent 100. percent All right. Well, that's gonna do it for two minutes of the mouse this week. After another Gilmore Girls uh, deep dive, <laughs> I always love when we get into those folks. If you love Peter Mantle, check him out at Rogue Comics in Cranford, New Jersey, at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey 07016, uh, or go to RogueComics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. Of course, folks, if you're planning a trip to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Adventures by Disney, Aulani anything Disney under the sun or even Universal Orlando uh, right here in sunny Florida, please check out our buddy and sponsor Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. You can always find Dave at DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net. Um, and of course, if you're renting a Cribber Stroller in the Orlando area, check out our buddies over at Kingdom Strollers, our preferred crib and stroller rental uh, partner here in Orlando. That's for Disney, Universal, or SeaWorld, wherever you gotta go. Um, and of course, for me, folks, the Morty Monster YouTube channel. Check it out: YouTube.com/slash Morty Monster, Instagram and TikTok at Morty Monster and Friends, Facebook.com/slash Morty Monster. We've got park videos. We've got we've got television and movie reviews. It is a whole new day here at Morty Monster Studios. So we are, uh, you know, really charging ahead and having a good time with it. Um, 
and of course my books uh, you can find the Ross and Andy series on Amazon.com it's a complete three novel one novella series then of course there's Winters of Elnora Birth of the Dark Angel all of that can be found on Amazon.com by looking up Kevin J. Kessler oh and and uh, please check out the UWA Elite where um, Vincent, the Dark Angel Vincent Valentine my wrestling alter ego is currently the UWA Elite champion UWA Elite Network just six ninety nine per month and allows you to get access to the entire backlog of UWA Elite um shows so all right pete that does it for this week any closing words let's do it again next week let's do it again this week with next week with dave all right folks please keep the magic alive every day of your lives we will see you next week on two men and the mouse so there's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day there's a great big beautiful tomorrow just a dream away. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.